in February, a priest was caught on video having a mystical experience during Mass, after which he went straight to the pulpit to announce that from that moment on, Holy Communion at the parish would only be given to those who are kneeling and on the tongue. A video which has gone viral with nearly two million views captured the priest bowing down, practically doubling over, shaking and crying. He was bowed down for about 20 seconds, which of course is a long time during Mass while everyone's waiting. We're going to show you that clip and exactly what he said, but also I got clarification on what such a declaration is all about from well-known theologian and liturgical expert Dr. Peter Kwasniewski, so that we can unpack this properly. Stay tuned. Let's begin, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. On February 7th, 2021, at the conclusion of the 11 a.m. Sunday Mass, Father Freddy Leonardo Herrera Fuentes, the pastor of the Immaculate Heart of Mary Parish in Bogota, Colombia, told parishioners that, and I quote, from this moment in our parish, it's only going to be possible to receive Holy Communion on the tongue and kneeling down, end quote. He said this after bowing down, as I said, practically doubling over, shaking and sniffing, obviously weeping. He was bowed down for about 20 seconds, which I won't show in this clip, but the Spanish language video of the Mass went viral, 2 million views. A priest who goes by the name of Miles Marie, which means the soldier of Mary, he produced an English voiceover version of the video, and he gave me permission to use it. So... Here is the video with thanks to Father Miles Marie. Watch. Recently on a lot of Spanish Catholic YouTube channels, there have been copies of this video going around. So I thought I would share the video, giving a dubbing over of the Spanish, putting it into an English translation, about a priest who breaks down in tears during the middle of Mass because of some kind of revelation that he's experienced. I thank you for your participation in this Holy Mass. Let us continue, united in prayer. There are some things that, are, that happen at times which, which can't be explained. But sometimes you need to try. What's happened is that it hurts a lot when the Lord allows us to share or see certain things. From this moment, in our parish, it's only going to be possible to receive Holy Communion on the tongue and kneeling down. It can't be any other way. Christ is alive. 
He is among us. And it hurts him so much. Not only when we don't receive Holy Communion, but that in itself hurts him and it's really sad for him. But also when we receive him, not even consciously aware of who we're receiving. And when we receive him, as if we were receiving any old piece of food, as if we were not really believing in his presence, he's here, he's truly alive. I've always been saying, if you receive in this way, be really careful. But people aren't doing this. Look, even a tiny particle, the most tiniest, he's there completely. For that reason, we always need to have the greatest care. To get a better handle on what's going on here and the controversial nature of what happened, I spoke with Thomistic theologian and liturgical scholar Dr. Peter Kwasniewski about the incident. In an earlier show, I interviewed Dr. Kwasniewski about the need to receive our Lord in the most reverent way, kneeling and on the tongue. Dr. Kwasniewski told me about this incident that there is actually a problem with a priest at a Novus Ordo parish refusing Holy Communion to those who wish to receive it on the hand, especially in a diocese or in a diocese where it's permitted. He said, and I quote, Almost any canon lawyer, and certainly any bishop, would say no, he cannot refuse because the church's discipline, and Dr. Kwasniewski adds in brackets, however flawed it may be, expressly allows for this, end quote. So I asked Dr. Kwasniewski what would happen in the case where a priest is so convinced of the wrongness of Holy Communion in the hand that he feels he cannot in conscience give communion in the hand, even when the faithful demand it. Dr. Kwasniewski said, and I quote, It's always understood that if one's conscience says that a proposed course of action is sinful or risks committing sin or being a near occasion of sin, one must refrain from it, end quote. He added, however, that a priest making such a decision would likely get suspended by his bishop. In fact, Dr. Kwasniewski told me that he knows several priests who have been suspended over this. I too know of priests who are tortured in conscience about having to administer Holy Communion in so unworthy a manner. In fact, my own father, Henry Weston, was an ordained deacon in the Maronite Rite in his later life. He would never administer Holy Communion in hand. And so at the parish where he served... The priests would announce that those wishing to receive communion on the hand should not be on the side where Deacon Weston was distributing Holy Communion. For me, the matter is quite clear. Some of you may recall that one of my previous shows, I covered the issue with a, with a video called Five Reasons Why Catholics Should Only Receive Holy Communion on the Tongue. And I encourage you to watch that if you're interested. But here is the one point from that, which for me really says it all. But the biblical account that speaks to this subject most directly for me is what happened with the Ark of the Covenant. You can read the account both in 2 Samuel 6, 1-7 and 1 Chronicles 13, 9-12. The Ark of the Covenant was designed by God and built to the Lord's specifications. It contained the manna, the staff of Moses, and the tablets of the Ten Commandments. It was also so sacred that it was never allowed to be touched except by certain Levites, the, the sort of priests of their time. The reservation of touching the ark to priests only was potently or powerfully reinforced when a layman, whose name was Uzzah, 
who was transporting the ark at the request of King David, was struck dead by God for touching the ark. Now get this, Uzzah was trying to do the right thing. He was doing what he thought was right to save the ark. You see, while he and his brother were transporting the ark in a cart pulled by oxen, Along the journey, uh, the ark got tilted or, or you know, the oxen stumbled and, and it was tilting. So Uzzah used his hand to steady the ark and for that was struck dead by the Lord. The scripture explains that the Lord struck him down because Uzzah was not to touch the ark. It's actually very much the same in our time when many are trying to do what they think is right for the coronavirus by receiving on the hand. Yet with the ark, it was not the right thing to do even though it is what seemed expedient. It was done for good intent to save the ark from harm, just as many are receiving on the hand today with good intent to save their brothers and sisters in Christ from possible coronavirus infection or to save the church, her freedom to be able to distribute Holy Communion at all. But nevertheless, touching the ark was the wrong thing to do. The Lord's decision here actually perplexed David, as you can read in the scriptures. And after this incident, David was afraid to bring the Ark of the Lord to himself. And yet, what was the Ark of the Covenant compared to our Lord himself in the Eucharist? The Ark was revered in the temple. It was carried in ceremony. It was considered holy. And yet it was only the footstool of God. His presence was there veiled and prefiguring of his real presence in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, whom we receive in Holy Communion. The matter of the proper way to receive our Lord is so important that Voice of the Family did a whole conference on the subject in July 2020. As part of that conference, Catholic veteran pro-life activists from across the world joined together in unison to declare that they would only receive Holy Communion on the tongue while kneeling, out of reverence to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The joint declaration featured well-known Catholic pro-life leaders, such as Dr. Gianna Mulla, the daughter of St. Gianna Bretta Mulla, LifeSite Steve Jelcevac, pro-life warrior Abby Johnson, CFAM President Austin Ruse, the Pachamama destroyer Alexander Chuguel, Michael Matt from The Remnant, also Virginia Coronunciante, the head of the March for Life in Italy, and more. Have a look. This is Abby Johnson. My name is Steve Jelsovac. My name is Reggie Little John. I'm John Henry Weston. My name is Alexander Chuguel. This is Maria Matisse, voice of the family. My name is Michael Matt. I'm the editor of the Remnant newspaper. And out of the love and reverence due to our Lord, I never receive Holy Communion in my hands. Out of the love and reverence due to our Lord. Out of the love and reverence due to our Lord. Out of the love and reverence due to our Lord. Out of love and reverence to our Lord. Out of the love and reverence due to our Lord. Out of love and reverence for our Lord Jesus Christ, I only ever receive communion on the tongue. I never receive Holy Communion in my hand. I never receive Holy Communion in my hand. Out of the love and reverence due to our Lord, I only receive Holy Communion kneeling and on the tongue. I always receive Holy Communion kneeling and on the tongue. I receive Communion kneeling and on the tongue. Out of love and reverence for our Lord, I only receive Holy Communion kneeling and on the tongue. Out of the love and reverence due to our Lord, 
I never receive Holy Communion in my hand. I receive Communion in the traditional manner of almost 2,000 years, kneeling and on the tongue. Out of the love and reverence due to our Lord, I never receive Holy Communion on my hand. I always receive Communion kneeling and on the tongue. I always receive Communion on the tongue. I always receive Holy Communion kneeling and on the tongue. I only receive Holy Communion kneeling and on the tongue. I never receive Holy Communion in my hand. Pro-lifers work to have the life of the child hidden in the womb recognized. Let's all work together to have the life of Jesus hidden in the Blessed Sacrament recognized. Out of the love and reverence due to our Lord in the Holy Eucharist, please commit to receiving him worthily, kneeling and on the tongue. With so much irreverence for our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament today, I would beg you to consider making the sacrifice of receiving Jesus worthily, kneeling and on the tongue out of love for him. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston. And may God bless you. I just need to let you know that the Canadian National March for Life is coming up. Please check this out. Join pro-life speakers Tony McFadden, Joseph Backholm, Jay Watts, and Will Witt for I Am With You, the National March for Life Youth Conference, hosted by Campaign Life Coalition Youth and Niagara Region Right to Life. May 14th from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. at marchforlife.ca. And thanks to our donors, the cost is free. So register at the link below and we'll see you on May 14th. Hi, this is John Henry Weston, the co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. I'm coming to you today because we want to be sure that we're communicating clearly with you, our loyal followers. Things are really heating up, as I'm sure you can see. Christians, conservative truth-tellers are being targeted, are being banned from social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at an alarmingly fast rate. They are attempting to suppress any narrative that does not fit that of the mainstream media. We knew this day would come. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. We have established ourselves on all sorts of platforms I'm going to explain in a minute, but the most important thing to do is come direct to lifesitenews.com because there we will always be. But we've also established ourselves on platforms like Parler and MeWe and our videos can be found on Rumble as well. We would love to see each of you on those platforms too, as they are not censoring or suppressing the truth that we are sharing every single day. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform, and we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when, we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to lifesitenews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are an excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. 
We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop, even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parler, MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSite News. I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News.